and welcome to the Hales Owen Apostolic Church. Apostolic meaning what God says, not what man thinks. Please enjoy this teaching, and if you want more, visit the website at halesowenapostolicchurch.org. Well, good morning again. So here we go, the word. And this morning, it's a, a very different word. I, you know, there's such a, a number of ways that we can go with it. And, and so I've, I've looked at it, looked at this, and I thought, right. A lot of places in the Bible, um, it says, and God said, and Jesus said, and, and, and Jesus spoke, God spoke. And all these, all these things, and, 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 and my sermon title today is just very simple. It's either he said or God said. Whatever it is, it's just that these words that God speaks, they're the life that make us, that make us free. So, one more week has gone by. And, you know, and... For every single one of us, our life has gone by one more week. And this week could have been a great week for a few people. And for most of us, it's, you know, it's pretty, it, it's pretty hard at the moment with this COVID. And, you know, and, 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 and it's important to understand that not everyone has a great week. God wants us to have a great week and he wants us to trust in him. Yes, and all those wonderful things. But, you know... One of the promises of God is that life, you know, we're going to get tribulations. We are going to have those problems. But as he said, you know, he said, you know, don't worry about it, you know, because he has set us free. He's, he, he knows that. And so he, he knows that. So that's why he gives us this amazing gospel, this amazing gospel that, 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 that no matter what's going on, we can have God with us to see us through every problem. We, we as a church can work together and support one another to be able to help people with their journey with God. And of course, our journey through also this natural, natural world. So it does us good. It does us good to reflect on, on, on what has happened. You know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not about going back all the mistakes again. You know, we get rid of these mistakes. We just don't want to make them again. But it does, does us good to reflect how we spent our time in the week. You know, you know what, what, did we, what did we actually do, you know, for activities at work and home, family, whatever it may be. Just, just have a look back as well as looking forward to see what we could do better. And, you know, when you, it's quite natural, isn't it? There's some people that are extremely busy, you know, extremely busy all the time, um, you know, and yet others are not. It's, it's the spectrum of life. Um, but the wise children of God should spend their time as God is trying to advise. And we've heard this scripture so many times that the, the people of God should redeem the time for the days are evil. And that re means redeem time is to, you know, is actually spend your time wisely in, in, in achieving the things that you want to achieve to make yourself happy rather than doing things that really do not add anything to our lives, uh, lives that are at all. And, you know, and so it's, it's the whole spectrum of life. But some say, you know, that as we get older, that, you know, time goes faster. Linda and I was talking about this yesterday. 
if you see the mark don't you think the time is going quickly you know and i'm getting older i'm one of those people who are getting older and i do actually feel the time is is rushing by and what's more as it's rushing by i actually believe the world is getting worse the end time prophecies as we started to do some study about the rumors of wars and and of wars the threat of nuclear war is still very real no matter what's going on and this last pestilence how has showed us how fragile how fragile our life is and how fragile our world is just think nuclear bombs or a, a pestilence worse than this one could wipe hundreds and hundreds of millions out before we could even pass another week isn't that incredible you know but god god understood this as well you know when, and when you begin to learn more and more about the bible you'll find now and again there's going to be a, a verse that you know just just hits you and and, and you know we've got to remember it and Mark 13, 20 is one of those for me. And unless the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, the elect, us, whom he chose, he shortened the days. So I think, you know, that it's two things here. It could be time that he shortens. You know? It's quite fascinating. None of us would ever know if he made a second quicker and an hour therefore an hour quicker and a, you know in a day quick etc etc so none of us would know because god could just change it and, and none of us would know no one could because everything would change all at the same time it's quite fascinating and so it, it it's so important that we we understand that time is is incredible incredible for us so you know but as these times are rushing by we have to be so sure, so sure that our faith is getting stronger, that we are so sure that by our learning of him and following him um, towards this end of the end, that we know we're okay. We know whatever happens, we're going to be okay. And you know, and another positive way of looking at uh, our time going each week is that, you know, is an old preacher, I remember he, he preached this in, you know, when he was of a, a, a good old age. And he, and he used to say, you know, as the weeks go by, he said, we can look at it very negatively, um, you know, like a lot of people do go, oh, you know, my life's rushing by and all that. Or oh, we can look at it in a positive, faithful way to the Lord and say, you know, one week's gone by and I'm one week closer to being with Jesus. I mean, it's just an incredible different way of looking at it. No matter what is going on, I'm a week closer to being with Jesus. It's, it's quite fascinating how what we think actually dictates how we feel and our, and our attitude. So I'm, I'm thankful that whatever or whoever or whatsoever is going to be going on, that no matter how bad or good it might be, I have to and I must go to God and his word to see and learn 
what God said, what he said about all these earthly things that are going on and how we should respond to it. Okay, the passage I'm going to, to, to use um, about God said is Hebrews 13, um, verses 1 to 9. Verse 1. Let brotherly love continue. Do not forget to entertain strangers. By so doing, some have unwittingly entertained angels. Remember the prisoners as if chained with them, those who are mistreated, since you yourselves are in the body also. Marriage is honourable among all, and the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers God will judge. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Remember those who have rule over you who have spoken the word of God to you and whose faith follow, considering the outcome of their conduct. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away with various and strange doctrines, for it is good that the heart be established by grace not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. So we're going to use that passage because it's so important that, uh, we, that we know the whole Bible, the whole Bible is what God has given us to, to read, to study, to get the answers for life from creation to the end of this world into heaven and then to eternity. And so the Bible is what God said. It's who God is. It's what he's given us to become saved. It's what he's given us to learn of him so we can follow him and be blessed by him and have hope no matter what is going on. So it is incredibly important that we look <laughs> at what God said. It has the answers to all of life's questions. It has, it has nothing to say about man's fantastic evolution of what the world thinks and says of how everything comes to existence. And it doesn't even go on about how amazing the human race is and, and what it's doing with technology and everything else. And as far as I can see, um, there is only one scripture that the majority of human beings have ever accepted from the Bible and done, and have done very well. 
And that scripture was, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. The rest of it, man fights against. And we know what he tells us right from the beginning. The whole world is under the sway of the devil. For we were born into sin. And we do not escape that nature until we're born again into the kingdom of God. And then he begins to grow us to be more like Jesus Christ. So it's important. All what he said is for us to, to, to help. To help. To, he said for, for, us, for him to help us. To be fruitful and multiply, but not just in the natural world, but in his kingdom world. And that is so important. So he wants to, he wants to get as many people into his kingdom upon this world. So all of those who believe and follow and learn of him and do those things can have the amazing time in the afterlife to, to be met with Jesus in the clouds. And then not only, you've got to eat. You've got to think about this. We're actually going to come out of wherever we are. Our souls are going to rise and we're going to get these spiritual bodies and we're going to be those people that, that are beat with Jesus Christ when he, when, he, when he fights against the enemy in the battle of Armageddon. And we will view all that. And then we'll reign with him after the, all the tribulation has gone. We'll reign with him in the millennium kingdom here upon earth. And we'll be kings and priests and, and have jobs where we, you know, we, we're going to be, it's going to be great. Why? Because we're, we're, we've, you know, we're there. We are his kingdom people ruling the earth. Isn't that amazing? Then, of course, heaven comes after that. But we'll, we'll do that on our, on our teaching course. So it's, it's, pretty incredible uh, what God has given us here and so we know that in in this passage here you know he's you know he said and he said right from the, that verse one let brotherly love continue you know it, it, so there he is the love of Christ you know you know he died on there because God God sent him because he loved us and he loved us first and then he wants us He's, he's, he's church people, his kingdom people to show others what it's like to be within the church. To let love between us be shown to others, not just to each other. That's great to each other, so we can see that, how we're trying to help one another. But then other people to see. So when we do get back to the church, that people will see the way we are with each other. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing how different we are, and yet all the all the problems we have, and illnesses, and everything else, you know. And and, and in one one little tiny four word sentence, whatever's going on, let brotherly love continue, continue. You know why? Because he said it. He said it, and that's what we've got to take note of, and um, exactly um, what. He, he said, and of course, there's beautiful things in here 
do not forget to entertain strangers. Isn't that amazing? So we know for full well that these angels come and they appear in human form. We've seen it in the Old Testament, and many times they appeared, and and and, and these people knew, you know, that you know this is this is this, this was this was the Lord coming down in, in an appearance of an angel. And even the New Testament, the centurion in in, in Acts ten, you know, he 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 knew who it was, you know, yes, Lord. And so he, he, they, they knew. So, you know, entertain strangers. So whatever we see, we've got to be so careful what we say to them because some of them might be angels. What a lovely check on us, isn't it? <laughs> to see how we are. But for by so, so doing, doing some, have, some have unwittingly, unknowingly entertained angels. It's brilliant, isn't it? You know, when we've walked around sometimes and we've seen beggars and people asking for money and, and, and my, my wife is, is, is incredibly compassionate for, and she would love to help every single person that she sees. And, you know, but when I went abroad, you know, that most of the people that we seen, there was just thousands upon thousands of beggars all over the place. And you can't give to everyone. And so you've got to be also be good stewards of your money. And so what we ended up doing at the, you know, in, in the finish is that we would ask people who were hungry and we would feed them because it was very cheap to do that there. And at least we've given something um, because there's so many people in those poor countries that send their children out to beg and um, just to beg so they don't have to work and gain money as well. So we have to be good stewards, but it is. Remember next time. They might be an angel. Mm. Might ask them next time. And also, we've got to remember how many people in this world are in prison. And I don't just mean the physical prisons. I mean that 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 that's definite. And you know, we've got to remember that. You know, when we look at some of these countries that are run by dictators, those people who aren't in the armies and that, most of them are prisoners to the rest of the country. So all these. You know, we've got to remember them, um, you know, in our prayers, like, you know, we are doing the, those, those people who are in literal prison. But also, what about all those prisoners who are in the prison of their own mind, being stuck as well, you know? Um, you know, there's a lot more people today have mental illnesses, you know, not just physical illness, but mental illnesses. And those are prisons. Prisons... Of our own in our own minds and so there's a lot to do about about the love and of course it is it is so important you know about marriage again you know we, we've seen what this world has done with marriage and our country our country was the first our country was the first to change the marriage definition you know and, and he was proud of it you know and and, you know, and I remember telling him, you be careful, God will judge you for what you've done. You've gone against the original use of man and woman was for marriage and for producing children. And you've gone against it, Mr. Cameron. It is so upsetting that we were the first. So it just shows you how far away our country has gone from God. But of course, but everyone will be judged by God. So that's not, we don't even really need to judge them. God's already judged them, but we know it's wrong. Let your conduct be without covetousness. 
you know, we, we've got to be so careful as well that we don't keep looking and wanting. We don't keep looking and wanting whatever it is. We don't have to covet what everyone else has got. If we want things, let's work for them. Let's, let's look at how we can get them, you know, but don't be possessed by it. Don't be influenced by the world of what they're doing. Let's just be influenced about what God says, about what he said to us to be. So don't look around. Look at what you've got and be content with what you have. We're not starving. We're not, we're not, we don't go around with no clothes. We don't live with no home. We got plenty of food. And, and in this country, if you need help and you, you are desperate and poor and can't help yourself, there is lots of help for those people. But we as church people, you've also got to understand that we should also um, do those things that the Lord has asked us to do. But he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Isn't that beautiful? That's what God says. And let's just hang on to these things. Let's stand fast in faith and, and hang on to, he's never going to leave us. Come on, I've got to do this. He's not going to leave me. Whatever you feel, well, come on. He's, he said, I'm not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake me. He's not going to give up on me. And so we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And people say, oh, Mark, 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 man can kill us. Well, if we're in the Lord's word, in the, in the Lord's word, and, and, we're, and we're living righteously and being that upright man and living with integrity and trying our best to do what God has asked us to do, if he kills us, I'm going to heaven. What can man do to me? Man can kill us. Man can also take us away from the Lord. And don't forget man, is, this is not just a man, it's mankind. It's women, men, children. What can they do? They can take us away from the Lord. And so it's so important we look at what he said, not what man says to us. So, he give us the answers of life. All these things he said to us, you know, to help us be fruitful and multiply his people in this kingdom. You know, in that brotherly love, we've got to show people this brotherly love. We've got to sh show our love to one another. We've got these prayer partners and it was a great start for us to, for us to begin to help at least one person and strengthen and, and, and talk to one another to, for us to be able to, to strengthen and encourage one another and, and give scriptures and pray for the things that he wants. That's a great, absolutely great start. And if you have not got a prayer partner or if you are not contacting them, then let's come on, let's, let's get that sorted out even today. And for, we, we did give everyone a prayer partner. And so you really, we've got to really look at this um, to ensure that we are teaching, supporting, helping each other. That's growing our faith and growing, growing ourselves for what he said to do. Brotherly love is, is, is so important. When he says it, we must step by step 
line by line, precept by precept, we must learn it and begin to put it into our way of life. Huh. You know, and you know, it's not just, it's not just putting it into a way of life. It's our it's our attitudes. It's uh, it's our uh, the way we are. It's our, our actions. You know, it's our, our speech. Even it's even our faces. Um, it tells us, you know, that you know whether we're, whether we're happy. You know, happy people smile. You know, joyful people have joy, you know, when people say, Mark, I can't always smile. I said, well, think about something that makes you smile. You know, I said, and I have to do that. I'm no different to anyone else. I'm, I'm, I'm normally a, a, fairly, a fairly happy bunny. I, re I really am. And so, you know, that when I'm not, you know, people ask me, what's wrong, Mark? You don't feel very joyful, you know. And it will be something that I'm not happy about at that time but it doesn't last a long time. <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been walking every day. I've, my, my, jogging, my, my jogging went, you know, I've got something wrong with my knee and that. And so I've been walking every day and, it, and it's fascinating. I've, I, you know, I, I, thought, I thought, right, could all these people walking now, you know, I wonder how many, how many I can say good morning or good afternoon and see how many do answer if I sort of like stop and say it. You know, I'm just changing just to try. And it's amazing how many people stop and will will we begin to talk to just because at least when I've said, hello, how are you today? And they smile. People go, well, I couldn't do that much. Yes, you can. Every line in this Bible, everything he's telling us, he's telling us to learn of him. Learn of me, he says. See what I say. All that I have written, all that I have given, it's for you to see how you can love me. Isn't that beautiful? If you obey me, if you love me, obey me and keep my commandments. And he's got that other one. If you love my word, all what I say to you and, and see they are not grievous but good for you, for an expected end. All these are the scriptures. This is what he said. Then you shall be in my will. It's, it's quite simple, isn't it? You know, people go, oh, I want to be in the will of the Lord. Read the Bible. It's ever so simple. And when you see what he tells us to do and you do it, you're in the Lord's will. That's when he can bless us. It's, <laughs> it's, it really is simple, the scripture. This, this, this good news is pretty simple. And if you're in his will, he'll give you those desires of your heart. But it's for everything. It's a whole rounded Christian life, this is. It's not just one thing. It's just learning about him and putting what he says into our life. So we will be in his will when we will ourselves to do his will. Is that enough wills? It's, it's so important. So yet again. It's us that make our life uh, more difficult by not following the great, brilliant, holy advice that God gives us. But we should not be too disappointed. And I, I really have to, to, to make this, this clear. Um, Kevin did touch it on a, on a little bit um, on, his, on his sermon on tithing. 
he did touch a bit about it like you know god also uses sufferings to get some people out of the place they are in um, into the place where he wants them to be and he does say no to to our prayers sometimes because he knows it's harmful to us or it's the wrong way that we should go but why why should we not be too disappointed well it's ever so simple we still are living in this world we're still humans <laughs> and humans mankind do not take instructions very well or very easily yeah when we go to work we we, we 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 people instruct us of what we've got to do the majority we get instructed we get taught or whatever it may be of what we should do and yet when we go to work if we don't follow the way they ask us to to work and that we're told to work or you know like the time to start and this is what we should be doing you know it all, all throughout the day and this is how we should be doing it and one day if we don't if we stop uh, stop doing all those things that we should be doing someday you're going to be in some sort of trouble whether it's you're going to be reprimanded or warned and of course we know what the what the end result is and that, and that means we're going to get sacked and then we get sacked and lose our job and then it creates more problems for the family or, or even for ourselves that we, we haven't got the money to pay our bills etc 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 it's a downward downward spiral and, and and why it's why it's because we didn't do what the lord told us to do he said he said we're going to have to work hard so you know it's not about things being easy it's about following it and things will get easier in our life and we'll always have that hope that we're going to get through it but you know once we leave work we, we make our own decisions then and whether or not we we you know we want to um to to do things that you know that are good for us or bad for us we, we make those choices and you know yet again it's it's that effort of, of of trying to learn something and do something that dictates to us how we are you, you just look at our, our own health um it's, it's so simple you know that people say to me oh we've got to go on this diet and do all that you know and i, I remember reading all these things you know and then i, I listened to just one doctor who turned around and said it's ever so simple ever so simple this this health thing he said it's it's eat well he said eat well you know have a balanced diet do some exercises look after your body get enough sleep eat well that's it here's the great dieting plan for the whole world and you know it's scriptural it tells us not to not to be greedy not to be not to be gluttons it tells us to look after our body we are the temple of the holy ghost it tells us to exercise our faith you know it tells us to you know that, that to, to, to look after ourselves because if we don't look after ourselves who's going to look after us do you know it's the same <laughs> it's the same with our spiritual being we begin to do the same with i think it's quite simple let's just follow god as we learn follow him and then our spiritual life gets stronger and better and then as we as we learn more we start to give more out so therefore god can trust us and god gives us more amazing it's amazing you know but listen to this the reason why we should listen to what he said because when god speaks <laughs> something always happens and you're ready for this good or bad 
You know, how can I say that? He says, well, you know, when Sodom and Gomorrah would not turn away and they were so vile and, and everything was wrong, when God spoke, something happened. He, he spoke fire and brimstone and destroyed everything. You know, God could destroy the world with one word. That's how powerful God is. First part of Genesis, God spoke. And the world, the universe, every creature, every star, every, everything upon the earth, everything in the sea, everything in the air, everything came into existence. He said, and it happened. Isn't that amazing? That's awesome, incredible, just, just mind-blowing, be, be, beyond, beyond, you know, our concepts of, of power in, in any way. And then he spoke to the patriarchs, to the prophets and the apostles, what he wanted in his Bible, and included their, and included their own lives and their personalities, their mistakes, and, and of course, their successes to provide us with an incredible pattern network of life where we can see ourselves in every, in parts, parts and put everywhere in the Bible, we see our struggles, what we're like in there. And he gave us all that so we could understand the love of God and, and, and what he wants for us and, and how, how, how many people, different sorts of people he called and yet he worked with them all to be able to give his, this, the plan of salvation for, this, for this, this world right now, all of it for this now, for where we are and where we're with God. Huh. The most beautiful thing about it, we, 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 this human flesh, human being, are his greatest creation because we were made in his image. You know, we should be so excited and so amazed that, that God has called us and wanted us and, and can use us as we are to be the people to grow his kingdom. <laughs> he loves us. And especially us, because we've decided to believe and follow. And as we've, what he has said, that if we learn of him and follow him, we shall be just like his son Jesus on this world. He said it would transform us by the renewing of our mind. He said, he shall transform us into the same image of the Lord from glory to glory by his spirit. It is so important that each one of us understand of what God has for each of us. Us, come on, say me, to be transformed, to be like Jesus. It's incredible. It doesn't say we will be Jesus. He said we shall be like Jesus. And so, you know, it's our job to get all these other people out of the prisons of their minds, all those to proclaim the liberty to the captives, to, to, to preach good tidings to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted. Why? Because he's anointed us with his Holy Ghost to give us the power we need to be able to do the things that he said. And he said, 
His word shall never pass away. He said his word is perfect and he's settled in heaven. He is the word. The word is God and the God is the word. He never changes. The word never changes. So we all can follow and be confident in what God has said and be with him and work with him. So we can change. Without change, there's nothing happens. And we then can show others the hope the love we have, the faith we have, the word we've got to give everyone the opportunity to know what we know. And this, and not only hope in this world, but for the world hereafter, because we're going to know what it is and a better life for everyone. This is what he said. And this word is quick and powerful like a two-edged sword for dividing soul and spirit and even and, and even bone and marrow. In other words, it gets everywhere. And we've got to sow this seed wherever we're going to see how God will water it and we'll there working with him, helping to grow his church. And don't forget, when we're growing the church, we're growing as, as, as Christ people, growing to be more like Christ as we help each other and help the new people coming into the family to see who this God is and what he said, not what Mark says or any other preacher, just what he said. So today, let's draw from this well of water springing up inside us into everlasting life. So we shall grow healthy, strong, and happy, and show others in our life. This is what he said we should have. In Jesus' name.